And anybody who disagrees can eat my dust. Whoa. Eat your minivan dust. We are going to use that as the soundbite to start the podcast, folks. (laughs) Well, today we have a little bit different episode for you. I'm here with my lovely wife, Julie. Hey there. And we are interviewing some really good friends of ours, Justin and Danielle Williams, and they're part of Legendary Marriage, and they started this organization and now have a vision to help 1 million couples in their marriage. They're well on their way as they're podcasting. They have experiences and retreats and coaching, and we just love this couple. We've gone on their podcast a few times, and so it's fun for Julie and I to interact and to think specifically in the vein of marriage. So if you are dating, if you're engaged, if you're married, uh, new time married, long time married, in between married, this is a great episode for you guys. And so uh, as always, grab a cup of coffee, sit back, relax, and get ready to dig in to what right side up leadership looks like. It is possible to be married, go the distance in your marriage, and remain healthy and connected to one another. So sit back and enjoy our conversation with our friends, Justin and Danielle Williams. Well, hey guys, welcome to another episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. This is a really fun episode because I'm literally sitting next to my wife, Julie, who is co-recording the podcast with me. Jules, thanks for coming in. Yes, I'm happy to be here. It's a snow day here in Colorado, and so uh, we are calling in from Chile, Colorado to a much warmer Austin, Texas. Uh, A couple friend of ours who we've gotten to know really well, Justin and Danielle Williams, uh, we've gone on their podcast a couple times, Legendary Marriage, and we're going to be talking primarily about their marriage and how kind of the outgrowth of their marriage has uh, really helped lots and lots of other couples. So Justin and Danielle, welcome to the podcast, guys. hey Thanks for having us. You guys are a blast. Let me just say that. Like coming on to your podcast, sometimes I'm like, did we really say that? And are we recording? And so if you guys are wondering what we're talking about, go in, go ahead and subscribe to their podcast. Yeah. Um, love how you guys just approach your marriage with both vulnerability and fun. And I know it's not all roses, but just appreciate you guys and really fun to have a conversation with you today. And so we're talking about ridiculously practical ways to stay healthy and to go the long haul in our lives and in our marriages and so um, for you guys, you have such a big vision for other people's marriages. Um, tell us about how you got to this space of saying, we need to help other marriages and we want to launch Legendary Marriage. Go ahead, honey. Okay. All right. So um, gosh, if I go way back really quickly, we got married in the fall of 2001. And like so many couples, we had the love goggles on and we were like, oh, this is going to be great. We're going to be fine. Everything's going to be cool. And um an an older couple in our church uh, saw us and was like, hey, why don't you come join us for this marriage study? And so we met every week throughout the summer on their back deck with a, with this whole group of couples that uh, of all ages. And we were the only newlyweds. <laughs> and the answer to every question in the study was basically Jesus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, uh, we were just taken aback by the the radical authenticity that everyone in that group showed. 
I mean, they were couples that we, we looked up to, we were like, oh my gosh, pedestal, pedestal couples. Yeah. And yet they were going, oh yeah, we, we struggled with this and we've gone through this and that. And it kind of opened our eyes and we went, oh, okay. So if Chuck and Susan are going through this stuff and Eddie, Ed and Debbie and John and Robin, uh, then, then we should probably expect some of that. Mm-hmm. And so when we hit a crisis a few years later, um, we, it was, you know, the divorce word got thrown out there, like an atom bomb and all that. And, and right in that moment, it was like, it was, it was like God stepped in and went, uh, Hey guys, time out. Remember? And we made this defiant decision. Like, that's not how we're going to go. No. So, so I would say legendary marriage was born in that moment. But it was born in so it was many re- others. It was reborn in other moments, too. We actually, um, another clarifying moment for us was we had actually sold our home and went on an RV trip for six months around the country with our one and a half year old, you know, normal stuff that most people do. Oh. And we were overlooking Kings Canyon and it was a beautiful sunset. Beautiful state uh, natural, national park. Yeah, you can see the sequoias California. and all that kind of stuff. Um, and we're looking this overlooking the sunset and we say, um, we were kind of getting some words from God. We were kind of just in a prayerful, reflective sort of place and the words legendary marriage, like it's time for legendary marriage was like popping up for us. And we're like, what, what is that? And like, I'm like, all right, cool. Let's go. Like, wh- what are we, what are we, what are we doing? Where are we going? It's, one, we of those, yeah, it's yeah. one of those things where like God calls, like puts a seed in there and you're like, that's awesome. I have no idea what that means. Where's the tree? Where's the tree? <laughs> you know, that that's me. Like God will sow a seed like that and I'm ready to like harvest the tree. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but at the moment it was just a seed. And then um there was a moment three pro- years later. Right. And we are out on a walk. And Justin and I have a lot of clarifying like prayer for moments when we're out on a walk. Sometimes we just say to God, we're like, we are not going to stop walking until we get the answers that we're looking for. And, you know, blisters on our feet later and like exhaustion, dehydration. Why didn't we bring water? Yeah. Yeah, we were. We were dehydrated. It was like the middle of summer and we just kept walking and walking. And it was one of those things where we had a couple of choices where we could, you know, stay with kind of the nine to five path, or we could move forward with our couples coaching. And it was kind of like, we know this legendary marriage thing is coming, but is it time now? And it really was. And again, we heard it's time for legendary marriage. And so that's when we really got into um, really building into couples and we started the podcast and, you know, we're like what, 112 in this week. And so we love doing 112 that. episodes. Yes. 112 episodes. What do you think? I, was I don't saying? know. You're um, nonspecific. So you probably want to cut us off at this point. Cause we've, we've got a lot of like, Oh, this is when it came to be <laughs> moments. <laughs> That one time we yeah. ate Thai food together. It came to be many times. Yeah. So um, tell us, I know there's there's got to be ups and downs. Um, what have been some of the more challenging aspects of you guys being a married couple and also working together? We're asking for friends. Right? Like <laughs> We don't have any struggles at all. 
working together, leading Not at anything. All but if for we did, I would just say, like right now, you guys are in a really cool, like newlywed phase of the podcast. It's still feeling cool and fresh, mm-hmm. and it was just like anything. Like I feel like around like episode twenty to thirty, we're like, what the heck else do we have to say? Like what? <laughs> doing here we need to we need to bring in some guests because nobody wants to keep hearing us talk but but at the same time it was one of those things where where we went okay it's time for legendary marriage how how do we want to proceed and danielle and i both in our in our like core identities the work that we've done coaching work we've done um uh voice is this powerful piece Mm. of that yeah and so you know, as you look at how do you build something to serve people, it was blogging or podcasting or doing goofy music videos or whatever. And, and podcasting just kind of was the natural thing for us. And so it was a matter of, let's just get started. Let's just do something, find, find the minimum viable product, so to speak, and, and just do it. Yeah. And like every time we look back at previous podcasts, we're like, oh my gosh, I can't believe we used to say that. Or I can't believe we used to do that. Or wasn't that funny how we cut in the commercials like that? Or wasn't that weird how we would introduce the guests? That doesn't even make any sense. Like we look back at things. Um, but I think if you don't look back at things, yeah. um, like a year ago and think, Oh man, look how far we've come. Why did we even do that? Like if you're then, not embarrassed a little bit, <laughs> then oh, what are you doing? Like, what are you doing? It's like when you look back at pictures of yourself in high school or yes. college when, you know, you thought you had it going on and then you're like, what was I thinking with that hair? Like, or those jeans, they're But terrible. you were going for it though. You were going for it. Mm-hmm. You got that aqua exactly. night. You were getting that hair up real, real tall. <laughs> you were doing those French. You know what the guys You were doing that. those French cuffs on those jeans real, real tight. I mean. You know what the guys called that, that thing with the hair, with the bangs? What? We called it the garden weasel. Stop. Where the girls, the girls, when we were in, in like junior high, they would, they would, it would go, the bangs would go straight up and then the curl. And it just looked like this claw. It was, it was sticking very, up off the top of her it was head. very unattractive. Very unattractive. Oh, I, everybody thought it was awesome then. So informative. Do you guys, do you guys fight a lot about oh, yeah. legendary <laughs> marriage stuff? I mean, is that, obviously you guys bring some of it onto the air, which is fun, but like, is are you guys fighting about the topics of that? Is this putting extra stress on your marriage? Or do you feel like it's largely a reliever of stress from your marriage? Earlier, you said something like, you know, we know it's not all a bundle of roses. And I thought to myself, well, you know, roses grow in a lot of manure. Yeah, they do. And they right? got a lot of thorns, there's, too. There's a lot of crap. <laughs> there's a lot of crap that goes into growing so roses. So what's on the bottom of your shoes? Yeah, exactly. Uh, you know, it's, it's, it's the same things that everybody, every couple struggles with. And, and topically it's sex and money and parenting and health and fitness and, and communication and things like that. But underneath it, if, if, you know, Danielle mentioned earlier, we, we like to walk, we like to, we like movement and we like to be shoulder to shoulder. And this is something we talk about with couples all the time. Uh, physical movement, like a walk or a hike, it, it, it creates emotional movement. Right. So, so it's a great way to be processing through something and shoulder to shoulder instead of nose to nose. Like if you're going to fight, fight shoulder to shoulder, 
put the uh, put the issue, the challenge, the the circumstance, the situation, the whatever it is out in front of you and and fight together. Because what we're trying to create underneath all the topics and all the tactics and everything, what we're trying to create together is alignment. We're trying to get on the same page together. I I want to just be brutally honest too, like there have been times I want to say probably not so much recently, but earlier, probably around like 50-ish so episodes, we would, uh, well, we were like, we were a little disorganized as far as the process goes. <laughs> Just a little. <laughs> a little. Well, it, it adds a level of complication when you start interviewing people and then you're promoting their things. And like, it just, we just yeah. kept complicating it. And we were like trying to play catch up with kind of the process of it. And so we would sit down to record and we would not be a hundred percent ready. And, you know, we have little teeny kids. And so we have to have them in bed we when we record. Precious, tiny moments of time. Yes. And so we would sit down to record like this is the honest to goodness truth. We would sit down to record. We're tired. It's like nine o'clock and we wouldn't be ready with our outlines. We wouldn't be ready with our recordings. And we would just sit there and pull our hair out or pull each try to pull each other's hair out and honestly there were some episodes you you hear me jokingly say like justin i'm gonna smother you with a pillow <laughs> i'm gonna smother you with and a um i literally was i was like <laughs> reaching over for a pillow no i mean it, it there are some ups and downs but honestly it is the most fun that we do. Yeah. I, I think it's one of the most fun things that we do all well, week. I mean, there are things that are more fun than podcasts. Well, I don't know. <laughs> um, okay. But we do have a lot of fun together. Um, we love to get on the mic and just laugh. And and it is hard. It is hard. Yeah. It, it's 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 tough stuff. You're building an airplane while you're flying it. You're you're trying yeah. to, you know, for us it's easy to get caught in the mindset of, okay, we have to be this perfect example for everybody. So we don't want to. And Alan and Julie are like, cracks. is that what you're trying to do? Cause and that's that is, not what's coming across. <laughs> I was wondering. And, and okay, very quickly, very quickly, you know, the, you get humbled because that is an impossible, ridiculous load of. Manure. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> To try to put on yourself. So, yeah. you know, right off the bat, we figured, okay, we're, we're just going to show up as us and let it be what it is. Yep. Because I, we value authenticity. We think it's important. Well, and you think that, you know, your listeners probably value the authenticity much more than they would a show, right? Sure. Of trying to come off like, here's what the perfect marriage is and here's how we have it. And here are the nine steps to where you can get it too. Um, but instead seeing realness and authenticity and that you can have a rough day, you can smother each other with a pillow and then the next day start over again. And assuming and, you're still alive, <laughs> if you're still alive, um, assuming so, you failed in your attempt. We, uh, <laughs> it, it's interesting, you know, leading this organization that talks about health and impact. Um, Julie and I just last week had a good check-in about, Hey, how, how healthy do you think you are right now? How sustainable do you think this pace is? And I mean, it's no joke moving from just doing something on the side to literally starting your own organization. We have a growing 
amazing team of people. And it's just good uh, to be reminded that not only are you not above that, but this message many times is for us. Like we need this mm-hmm. message, um, whether it's Sabbath, whether it's something that a podcast guest says, whether it's something that we realize, oh yeah, there's something that's deeply inside of us, but we've, we've gotten away from that. So we absolutely get it. Thank you guys for both the fun and the vulnerability that you guys have as you kind of wrestle through that stuff. People are drawn to that, as you guys know. Uh, one thing that I loved is you're talking about the first, you know, go round or season um, chunk of podcasts were different and you're kind of going, that was funky. And what's the voice here? You guys shifted and you guys pivoted and you talk about that in episode 99 of just saying, you know what, we're going to move into this. And as you find your voice, it sounds a lot like a rough draft to yeah. me that we all have to practice in public and rough drafts. Every time I hit send on a blog post, sometimes in an email or proposal, a book, you know, book proposal or final product, we're nervous. It's, it can be scary. And so thank you guys for just hitting post and just continuing to ship it. Um, but talk a little bit about what changed, what changed besides inviting guests onto the podcast, what changed and made it more authentically you guys after that first chunk of podcasts? Hmm. Yeah, I think we stopped trying to be the experts. Yeah. Um, there was actually one particular interview that really stood out to us. And when we listened to it, it was a wonderful expert that we had on the show. It was Christy Mann's show. Yeah. And she was, she had written a series of books about emotional intelligence for kids. Wait, 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 and and then there was a shift there. And so that's where we stopped trying to be the experts and started really focusing on storytelling, bringing couples on, and then and then when we have experts on, really um, engaging the story for them too. Like because nobody cares what you want to sell them or or expertise you have until we know you. Right. Like we want to know, like and trust. So there were those shifts, and it's a continuous process. It's a continuous process because this episode. Uh, that Danielle's talking about was, I mean, it was only maybe three or four months ago. That I, yeah, that yeah. I'm. So that that's the aspect that I'm trying to talk about. No, uh, <laughs> I love you, honey. I know you do. <laughs> All right, I got it right behind my back. Um, there was an episode where we listened to it and we realized that we, she was such a wealth of knowledge. She had so much good to offer, and we had been like wanting her to be on the podcast forever. And I feel like we were so excited that we just kept jumping in and jumping over top of what she had to say. And it was a good conversation. Like if she was just sitting here, like as a friend and we were having dinner and going back and forth, that's great. But when she has taken time to get on the podcast, we realized we were, um, trouncing on her role as the hero in this episode and we felt really bad about it and we realized i mean it was entertaining it was was another wake-up call it was entertaining it was an entertaining episode but i feel like we like turned her volume down like 50 percent, and it was just um i feel like it wasn't respectful of us yeah So that was something that we continually, especially as both being extroverts and both being um, people that love to share their story, we continually have to check ourselves with like, 
okay, it's let, not about you, Justin. <laughs> let them be the star of the show. That's why they're here to share their story and their expertise. So yeah, that was something we continually learn, but felt really bad about the learning in that particular episode. Yeah. So do you feel like you guys just had to make more of a conscious effort after that to like take turns interrupting basically? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it, honestly, it was, it was two pieces. One is remembering it's not about me. Mm -hmm. right. Like we're not the hero. Like we bring people on the show because they're the hero. They're the, they're the expertise. And our we're listeners just, can connect with it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then the second is, is really humility. It, it's, it's stepping back and, and saying, okay, another level of that, that vulnerability or authenticity is, is this, this humility of saying, okay, I'm not going to try to match what the person is saying. Right, right, We're right, going right, to right. actually, we actually really shifted to saying, okay, when we have experts on the show, we're going to, we're going to. Learn. steal free coaching from them yeah and we're gonna learn along with it. Mm -hmm. that's yeah. why you guys are here today so exactly thanks for your free coaching for us today <laughs> well i was, oh, geez, I, wish I, I, was known that. I was hoping that alan and julie would give us some like sort of enneagram like uh <laughs> assessment or something that we could like um take maybe we would get the free coaching but uh um, oh, maybe yeah. that's not next how it time. works yeah we'll next trade time. you we'll trade next you sometime time. um so Tell us a little bit about kind of the practical things that you guys do in your lives, both individually and as a couple to stay healthy. Hmm. Um, so well, I want to start first. Okay. The, the first thing I say about staying healthy, especially in our marriage is like individually, yeah. we need, both need to bring our best selves to the table. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, uh, and I'll get to what you're saying here in a second here, but I think a lot of times where we fall short, especially when you talk about like marriage help or marriage coaching or marriage therapy or whatever, a lot of times you focus on the relationship or the space between the two of you. But Justin and I think that is not the best approach. The best approach is to work on yourself and bring your very best self to the game. Um, Cause if you're bringing a bunch of bunk, like, bunk i don't know what good is that gonna do <laughs> whatever bunk is <laughs> bunch of crap are we back in the 20s <laughs> None of that. hey kappa you can't catch me i've got bunk uh no but realistically like um i work out every day i drink an obscene <laughs> amount of water and chew an obscene amount of ice i do i do just yes a lot of ice i usually have about four drinks with me at a time um, let's see here. What else do you I need do? to just get one of those giant water container things and put it on top of the van with just uh, like a straw hose that comes down in your window. Super good. That's called an IV. Yeah, yeah. Those are in there hospitals. Go. Just, there go. <laughs> just get a drip. Um, I like, I feel like we're at our very best, especially me when I have my friendships solid. Yeah. I am a person that if I go, I would say even a week without some good friend time, I'm kind of a dud or just annoying to be around. Why are you looking at me for <laughs> to affirm that? I'm not, I'm, I'm not going to say a dang word there. Ah, I was hoping you would. No. It was a crap. So exercise, um, 
obscene amounts of water yeah. and friend time. Yes, and friend time. How about you, honey? What do you do? I, I think it, it's it's very similar things. You know, when you talk about health, I think there's physical, spiritual, and emotional. I think physically, yeah, diet and exercise. Like, eat, not diet. Like, hey, let's go diet. But you know, nobody eating, ever says it like that. Yeah, for yeah, the record. <laughs> <laughs> like a, like a night out with diet. your friends. Hey, you want to grab some beers? No, let's diet. <laughs> let's go for a diet night. Um, I, I think it's. Yeah. <laughs> it. Um, uh, can I just? Physical, I gotta what? share this. Oh, this morning, you guys, we had the best laugh fest. We had just been having some crazy tension in our house with the kids. It's kind of funny because. We, oh, we were talking about parenting on the show this week and our daughters have just been driving Justin crazy. And I, I whispered that a little <laughs> bit. <'cause laughs> um, and he just goes into this whole deal about. So, like, so, so we were in a safe space and you're violating that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> that's the violation of the safe space. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, no, no. So we're in the van at the gym because we go, we do our own workouts. Yeah. But we go at the same time. We like <laughs> drop the together, kids off at yeah. school and everything. And so we're in the van in the parking lot and we're, we do what we call a check-in, which uh, it, it can be the sachet, sad, angry, scared, happy, excited, tender. We talk about the emotional, where we are emotionally, but it's just, we give each other a few minutes to talk about what's going on in our hearts and our heads. So Justin's went a little off the rails. And, uh, and so I just, I kind of spent a lot of time, you know, being a great dad and mocking my children and dropping foul, foul language and, and everything else. And meanwhile, Danielle's just laughing, laughing. I Though Julie, seriously, I almost threw up. Like I really <laughs> did. I told Justin he needed to stop because I was, I started coughing weird things up in my throat and I didn't know what was going on. And I was like, Oh please! You're stop. like my smoothie. You're I like I'm giving it. birth. If I if I laugh too much more, I'm gonna pee myself. Yeah. No, I was no, I was so definitely. there's. I think <laughs> you know Danielle pointed at the physical health stuff. You know, nutrition, exercise, water, things like that. Absolutely, and and for me, they're absolutely essential. Like I know that if I don't if I don't hit some of those milestones every day uh, on physical, that I will uh, that my mental health will deteriorate. I've struggled with the anxiety and depression in my whole life. And in the background, you'll hear our littlest uh, right now, but I've struggled with anxiety and depression my whole life. And physical health is, is a huge way I, I manage that. Um, the emotional piece, laughing together. Find something ridiculous to laugh at. Turn on an episode of Parks and Rec on Netflix or something so that you can just change that, that emotional state and, and when you can't be in it and like, know that you're going to move through it. And then, then the spiritual piece of health for me is, you know, every morning I have what I call a daily strategy session, which is really intentional prayer, reading, uh, meditation, things like that. I, yoga is a part of that for me. Um, I want to add this in cause they're from Colorado. They can get this, but CBD oil is your new best friend. Oh yeah. It really helps. Smooth, okay. baby. <laughs> you just drink a whole bottle of it? You're not supposed to. It's supposed to be like a couple of... I'm drinking it right now. <laughs> 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 
We just thought you meant you drink like your body weight in water, but that's not all water. (laughs) Nope. Nope. Got to keep it real. You know what? And that, that's something else. Like, like I'm not going to rant about it, but alcohol, like over the last few years, we've just kind of not out of any, like we are anti drinking, No, but but it just kind of, it tanks us. It just kind of, I, like, I recognize it totally tanks me for, for the next day if I have a beer or or something. So we just don't do much of that. Oh, I hate to admit that we're kind of teetotalers, but we kind of, like, I don't care about anybody else. No, I wish I could have a beer and not feel like a piece of Sometimes I wish you could have a beer. You're more fun sometimes. Well, I do like kombucha. I do like kombucha. Does that count? That just got uh-huh. the booch. We used to brew it for day. a long time, and then it got a little too much, so we had to wrap it up. But we do love the booch. What I love, what I love with that is instead of starting with an external piece of that, somebody said this is the best diet for me, or somebody said I had to work out five oh, days yeah. a week, is figuring out you. And we talk a ton about that. Yeah. In mm-hmm. coaching, we're starting to on the podcast here. We had a guy come on the podcast. He said, I know it may sound crazy and, and some of you might disagree, but I feel like my physical health is the starter that before I even have yeah. energy to really spend time with God in my mind to be there, like I got to get the physical health in line. And I just appreciated that, um, that many times we think there is a right answer and here's the right way to, to be healthy. And you've got to go down that journey of figuring out what it is to you and then truly owning that. And so what we say is health will mess you up. That in the best yeah. sense, I mean, it, it jacks you up because things you say today, you realize, man, I would have never gone out to this restaurant for a salad five years ago, but I want to yeah. feel energy tomorrow, you know, and, and I don't want to uh, feel so exhausted that I have to take a nap versus get to in that. So resting versus crashing. So good. Just appreciate the practical nature of that we're having ridiculously practical conversations here. Uh, anything ridiculously practical? You talked about walks earlier. Anything about uh, ridiculously practical that you would recommend for married couples to move into get a, a minivan. Of health. Get a minivan. Get a minivan. Yes. Get a minivan. There are so many people, so many couples with families that like have this whole, I don't know, what is it, honey? An ego thing I, that they can't have a minivan. We think we're not cool like, if we drive a minivan, but once you start driving one, you realize they're actually super awesome. Oh my god. Yes, you're like way cooler and than everybody else. And I, everybody always wants to ride with you because you have sweet stickers in your on car the back of it or something. And you're yeah. we do have a legendary marriage.com. So, so here's the deal. <laughs> I, I call the minivan, I say the minivan is like the Death Star. Okay. It's the ultimate power on the road. It is. And it's anybody, like a stealth vehicle. It's it's amazing. And anybody who disagrees can eat my dust. Whoa. Eat your minivan dust. We are going to use that as the soundbite to start the podcast, folks. You should get some mud flaps for your minivan that just say, eat my dust. That's right. And you know what? It is very stealthy, too. Nobody ever suspects the minivan. Nobody suspects the minivan. Like, like, I I hate to say this, but Danielle sometimes drives a little fast. I have not destroyed all four brakes on it. I have it. Oh, yeah, yeah. (laughs) It was someone else. It was the other guy. (laughs) He can blow by a state trooper doing 90 mile an hour in the minivan, and he will pull out and pull over whoever the next person is. (laughs) Doesn't even see her. I may may have a lead foot. I'll add one other thing to Ridiculously Practical, and it's, it's community. Like, we do something every month called Supper Club. We just invite couples from all over our spheres of life, 
come on over, everybody bring a dish. And it's, there's no agenda. It's, it's not a Bible study. It's not a, there, there's no purpose to it other than just get together, share food. And then, and we'll have a, a, a simple we conversation usually... starter kind of a thing. If we have anything, and yeah. it'll be like, what does love mean to you? Like, that's it. And each person gets a minute or two to talk about it. But it's just the kids go, they eat the, and they play or watch a movie or something. And, and the adults just get to hang out. Um, because one of the hallmark things that we see in, in the lives of men, in the men that I work with in coaching, the, in the lives mm -hmm. of women and in the lives of couples, is that when they don't have healthy community, and I just mean, yes, the tribe, like the people who you would, you would bleed for, those are essential, but community, just being around other people, the vulnerability, because that's what saved us. You know, I said that earlier, we went and joined that community, the Bible study, and it was more about everyone just kind of hanging out and talking and being real. Um, I think that's so important. And when, when we see couples struggle, it's because they have withdrawn or isolated and are not engaged in just good old fashioned community. That's good. And so simple, but not yeah. easy. It, depending on the season of life, uh, what sure. we say is you're going to have to fight for anything that you value anything good and um julie and i we kind of joke about this we made this somewhat naive commitment that every single anniversary we were going to get away and um but we made that and we've stuck to it and yeah. we've had to call a camp before and say hey yeah. budget's low can you put us some up? of our anniversary getaways have been amazing like a weekend <laughs> away at a hot springs and super romantic and relaxing Steamy. and then there was that year where we were staying for free at a campground i was eight and a half months pregnant and at no. the last minute we had Julie, to bring come on and at the last minute we had to bring our 10 year old so less romantic but we still got away for our anniversary. Gosh darn the it. The thought of we know camping at eight and a half months pregnant is just unthinkable. <laughs> we know people with a whole lot more um, time and, you know, maybe energy in that season, less kids, money, who said, oh, I wish we could get away. Oh, I wish we could pull that off. And we're like, you can. And so to fight for those things in your marriage. Yeah, and if you're not doing that, if you're not making those things a priority, nobody else needs to feel sorry for you. That's on you. Yeah. If it's important to you, you'll make it happen. Yeah. And we find that just over and over again, just the simplicity of health. Are you willing to fight for it? And so guys, as you listen to this, Julie and I will talk a little bit about this in, in just a few minutes, the things that, stu that stuck out for us. But I'm hearing loud and clear to fight for those things that matter. You want joy in your relationship? You got to fight for it. Find times for fun together. You want to, uh, you know, be healthy physically. You got to fight for it. The gym's just not going to come to you. And I just appreciate that you guys just continue to put um, hope and content out for people and ideas, experiences. You guys can share about that in a minute. But just that you guys are inviting couples into this immersion, into the idea that it is possible to do this for the long haul. And so what you guys do matters. Appreciate you guys. Justin's actually going to be out here in just a few weeks and uh, looking forward to spending some time together and going to the mountains together and dreaming a little bit and seeing kind of how some of our coaching stuff and partnership may fit together. Um, so we just appreciate you guys, what you're doing and just the way that you guys laugh on the podcast is so contagious to us. So thanks for coming on um, today. How can uh, listeners track along with what you guys are doing with Legendary Marriage? 
All right. So um, everything Legendary Marriage is legendarymarriage.com. We would love for you to listen to the podcast. You can find it on legendarymarriage.com slash iTunes. Um, and also, uh, we are currently running a marriage challenge. It's called the Marriage 4 by 4 Challenge. Four days, four simple things that you can do. You can check it out at legendarymarriage.com slash 4 X four, and we have some um, e courses and some fu- other fun things to build more intimacy and connection in your marriage coming up soon. So check out the website, and we'll be releasing all those there. And of course, we have coaching and a, and a community on Facebook and all all of those things. Yeah, our community on Facebook is actually pretty uh, yeah. pretty fun. We we're always asking questions from the podcast during the week, so you can check that out on Facebook. It's called the Legendary Marriage Community. Um, so join us there. That's that's where we're always hopping. Awesome. Well, always look forward to seeing what you guys are doing, continuing to catch up and. Uh, again, what you guys do matters. Thanks so much for taking time to come on this podcast today. And anyone listening will put anything that they've shared, any links, any ideas toward Legendary Marriage in the show notes. Thanks for joining us, Justin and Danielle. Hey, so thank thanks, you so Dad. much. We're so glad to be a part of what you're doing with uh, Right Side Up and and everything you're doing with Stay Forth. All right. Reminder, don't settle for an ordinary marriage. Make yours legendary. Love it. <laughs> thanks, guys. <laughs> Man, such a great conversation with those guys. I just love being around them, just the way that they laugh. They don't take themselves too seriously in the process. Uh, And so even if it's just entertaining, that's incredible. But they dropped a lot of wisdom on us, and I just really appreciate Mm -hmm. them. Uh, Julie, what's sticking out from that episode to you? Hmm. Yeah, so definitely I love the idea that we really have to take care of ourselves individually, that we have to um, find healthy for us. Uh, before we can really come together and have a super strong, healthy relationship. So the stuff they talked about, about, you know, getting sleep and drinking water and working out, um, you know, taking care of their own physical well-being, spending time with friends, that kind of stuff. And then they see the fruits and benefits of that and how that benefits their marriage because they're taking care of um, themselves individually. And then also definitely the minivan, just because it's a true story. Like everybody poo-poos on the minivan, but they're actually pretty awesome. Don't hate on the minivan. Mm-hmm. I think for me, the the idea of don't play the expert. So even in that in story brand language, is that we're the guide, we're not the hero, and so we don't come onto this podcast so that we can pretend that we're a hero. We can pretend that everything's perfect in our life or in our marriage. Julie and I are you know, taking notes ourselves in our minds saying, huh, we probably need to have conversations and learn from Justin and Danielle. And so just being fellow strugglers in this idea that we want to go the long haul, we want to go the distance. Um, and we all get frustrated at our kids. We all get frustrated at where we are or are not uh, in our uh, kind of arc of influence and just appreciated that reminder to come back to this humility that we are fellow learners. We're not the experts in the story. And um, just love that they made a pivot, you know, 20 or 30 episodes in to say, this is weird. We're just trying to play the expert. And they kind of got to the end of things they could be an expert about, really pivoted and I'm seeing uh, God do some really cool stuff. They got a lot of influence. So it's fun to watch. And uh, I love that they're having fun in the process um, yeah. and not taking themselves so seriously as they get on the air together too. 
Absolutely. I think it's, um, it's important to be authentic and we reach people better when we are authentic than when we try to pretend like we have it all together. So I really love that about them. Well, we love leading Stay Forth Designs together. And so this is something that Julie and I spend a lot of time talking about is how um, we have a, the same heart, but it's lived out in so many different ways. She comes from the counseling perspective and is now doing unique design coaching. We do the Enneagram uh, together. We lead trainings together and starting to do that across the country and um, starting to now get on a plane together to serve teams. Uh, and so we are having fun uh, doing what God has uniquely designed us to do and seeing how that fits together. And we realize um, that some of you guys uh, listening, you do uh, things together besides just partnership and life and parenting. Maybe you're working together uh, in your career. Maybe you're starting something together, a side hustle together, taking big risks together. I think you can learn a lot from this episode. Uh, just wanted to leave you guys with this question. How are you trying to play the expert in your story when you just need to play the learner? How are you trying to play the expert in your story when you just need to play the role of the learner? I want to leave you with a quote from these guys. They remind us to fight shoulder to shoulder instead of fighting nose to nose. You are not fighting against each other. Turn forward toward the vision God has for your life and your marriage and work toward that together. We hope that this episode gives you guys a lot of hope that you can lead and in this case, remain married and actually do that well, do that for the long haul and be more in love years down the line than you were before. I know that we are and we are navigating every season of life in that way. Just a reminder, if this podcast is at all breeds hope uh, and life into you, We'd ask you to share it, take a screenshot, share that on social media. If you review the podcast, that's a huge help for us. It takes it higher uh, in the ratings so that people are able to see that more and to get that out to as many earbuds as possible so it finds its way into as many hearts as, po as possible. It is possible to go the distance, to lead well, and to stay healthy in the meantime. Thanks for joining us. Let's do that again. Thanks for joining us for another episode of the Right Side Up Leadership Podcast. Until next time.